It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yeah, he literally, I mean, it's a different, you know, subplot, but yeah. the, the main storyline of Tim was is very similar to, to Baker's in that Baker is looking at this saying, how can you guys do me this way? Right. And Tim asked the same question, and I think both can Fair, I yeah, but Baker, Baker was given great talent around him and rode that talent. Sure. Whereas Tim Couch had to overcome Tim played with one talent deficiencies. His entire career. You got talent something in your soul. I just, your soul. I am so tired of hearing about the playoff win. I'm uh, so tired. God, I can't yeah. agree with you. Jared Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl and they said, You're not good enough. We can do better. Carson we need Wentz. To upgrade the position. Carson and Wentz. they went and, and look, and then the Rams went and won the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo. So took I'm the Super so Bowl. tired of hearing all those teams had been to the playoffs so many times. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. No, it, it does. doesn't. To the fan base, it does. One playoff win does not. I mean, yeah, you know what? The Browns have been crap at the quarterback position for 20 years. They have. That doesn't mean Baker Mayfield is the answer. I, not, I'm so I, you know tired of I, hearing about that. I, I, I got to say, I, I hope, I really do. I know you're, you actually said you're rooting against him. Yes, I, I admit I hope Baker it. goes to Miami or Carolina or Seattle and plays his ass. I have no. I really do. I'm fine with that. I'm not yeah. rooting against him I, anyway. Know, I wish him well. He's rooting against him too. Admit you're rooting against him. I, I, I don't think she is. For, for, mm. for me. You're not as much I, a hater I, as me. I, I mean, he, but the, he's don't you want to be right? Right? We got we want to be Who right. Cares? Who cares? <laughs> I want to be right. If you if you look at it, the thing that oh, always if you're wrong on this one, the bowl, thing that always it's got on your headstone. They always, oh yeah, I'll it put it on my own headstone. Me about this, it was like when I looked at LeBron, right? Yeah, LeBron is the second greatest player, and most people behind Giannis to put shoes. Yeah, well, don't start me up. <laughs> to, to put shoes on. Foul. To put shoes on. LeBron is squeaky clean. There. It's, it's, it's a point where there's some people that value Baker Mayfield more than they value LeBron James and LeBron. Well, LeBron. that's ludicrous. No, no, no. Le- Le- LeBron, the vitriol for LeBron. People talk about this all the time. Like when he when he left the first time, you got to go back and jump into that c- circumstance when he left the first time and, and remember the climate. Right. People talk. LeBron has brought the organization to the highest heights. But people value a divisional game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. To me, it's not, not more, even close. Who, who values what Baker's done for this city over what LeBron has? Ba- Baker has Baker. I'm telling you, Baker has a cult following in this city. There's a lot of vitriol against LeBron, and I just don't understand it. It was well, what he's even done now. Yeah, I don't either personally. For, but well, here, people that say here, he's here, left us here. twice. I, I, the thing LeBron has done post post is is. Uh, return here has been phenomenal, right? The vitriol comes from the the the, the He walking, left us again. Wa- no, walking people out to watch that TV program. That's where it comes from. That's where it came from. And yeah, if he had a new over he would do it again. No, no, but there was there's, there's a residual for that, right? Yeah. And this town never forgets a thing, right? There's some people in this town will never forget. Well, guess what? Yeah. Forget. But let me say this. And we this got one, a here, I'm not here. I'm pulling for Baker Mayfield, right? Because what I'm pulling for is this. There's a chance at redemption. He doesn't see it, right? He can walk in here, do his thing, walk out the door to a ton of money if he does his thing, right? And all it requires you to be just an adult to understand yeah. what's on the table. It don't require anything more. Well, I got to be, your, Go I gotta be your buddy. I got to be your grandson, right. your godchild. Let me come in here from nine to five and do my job and do it at a high level. And then guess what? Okay. I'm out of here. America, yeah. America is about second chances, right? I ain't the person I am today than I was 20 years ago. I used to stand on tables. I was obnoxious. I, I, I'm running around doing all kind of different stuff. I'm you not you you grow up right, so, at some point, but you know I've had a lot of injuries. Right, those injuries told me something like, oh, that the health stuff is fleeting. You can get away with certain stuff when you're younger. Hopefully, he gets to a point where he understands that he's still got a lot of his career left and kind of switches the mindset because 
he's not garbage. It's just that he has to figure it out in terms of, hey, this is the way I need to do. The, do you to really care myself. when he leaves, like what happens to him? Well, I, I don't wish no bad on no man. I just well, I'm not wishing to get no, hurt no, 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 or, no, or no, die or no, anything. No, no, I'm just, that's the great. Thing. I don't well, care. That's good. No, no, no. Yeah. I, but why do I have to root for him to no, do no, well? No, no, you don't why? To, you don't have to root for him. Yeah. But the, the thing about but why do you have to root for him to do poorly? If, because he's obnoxious. It, but that's that's hate. Like, so what? what? Why you got to spew hate? I, I, I look at it like this. Because I'm being, I, that's how I feel, honestly. Because you're being petty LaBoule. Fine. <laughs> sports that's is a, fine. Sports is, sports is, you know, the greatest thing about it is. Yeah. In sports, it don't matter what religion you is. It don't matter if you, what faith you are. It don't matter how much money you got. And it don't matter how many people like you. It's about what you do between the lines. And that's it's the winning. greatest equalizer. Yeah. So every single person I, that plays has an opportunity yeah. to either prove you right or prove you wrong. I mean, Anthony Rizzo was my favorite baseball player when he was on the Cubs. I don't want him to win with the Yankees. I want no, him to lose. No, now, part of that's because he's on the Yankees. If you run another yeah, team, that, would, that's a, that's a, that's a big part of it. That's, yeah. that's a I, I can root against somebody yeah. that's on the Yankees. All right, what about if, ba- what if Baker goes to the Steelers? You won't, you'll be rooting for him to lose? No, I won't be rooting for him to lose. I'm, obviously, I'll be rooting for the Browns to kick their teeth in every yeah. time they play. Yes. But if he goes 14-2 and two every year and we beat them twice a year, that's, that's yeah. what I care about. I care what the Browns do against the Steelers. So you don't root I for honestly, any players to have lack of success? I never root against anybody, Bull. Mm. I, I, fair enough. I just don't, but I'm a different I, – I, I look at things yeah. differently. So, I, some people do. Some people get great – some people watch sports so they can yeah. root against yeah. people. Yeah. And I, I would never and be I, that guy. And I look at it like this. Here's he, he a young athlete in, in a window of opportunity. The window of opportunity closes as soon as you get there, right? It's starting to close, right? And he's not going to have a lot of opportunity. He has a chance, right? He has a and chance. I'm, and, and I know how hard it is to get to that level, mm-hmm. right? And I don't want to see him blow it, right? He has a chance, right? And the, the problem, the problem with Baker Mayfield is, I don't think he understands time and attention, right? Because if he was on time and attention, he would be he would be cognizant of exactly what moment in time he has right now. Because if he took a hard position here mm-hmm. and said, you know, the Browns said, you come back and you're going to play, and he says, I'm not going to play. Well, the Browns are going to sit him in the corner, right? Then next year, who's going to be willing to pay him any money? Nobody. If, Nobody, you, Jason. If he doesn't play next year, do the Browns still have him for a year? No. Like, no. what happens if he just decides I'm not going to play? I mean, if they want him to come back and he says no, I'm just asking if so. If he doesn't play, he doesn't get paid. Right. Does that year? D- d- no, it, because in Deshaun, if they, he's suspended, sh- everything fro- is frozen. But he's not suspended. No. So the contract just. He just I wouldn't get paid. Yeah. Right. So if Baker paid. decides to be the petulant child that then he we've won't all get paid, it'll be, still be a free agent. He will be a free agent after next year. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, I, I thought the, I thought the contract yeah. freezes. Wasn't Le'Veon Bell a free agent when he held out that year? Yeah. And then he yeah. became a free agent, right? Well, I, I don't I don't remember how that played out. I yeah. honestly don't. I'm pretty sure, I know yeah. he signed with the Jets because they hold the salary back, so it is, it's like the contract is moving forward. Right? Yeah, so they're not fined every week. They're not contracts still ticking. They're not paying, right? So at the end of that. He's so a, it's a done deal. If Baker decides to go that route, I just—he's got to have someone smart and grown up. You'll be shooting yourself. You'll be shooting yourself. It's your not coming foot. to that. Listen, guys. it might be the end of his career. Right? Yeah, it's not that's what I'm screaming. Here. He's going to get traded. He's going to get traded. It's not going to come to that. He's going to play. Maybe he'll play well. Who cares? I mean, I—you know—once he's out of here, well, you—I don't know. Yeah, see. I, do, I don't know. Don't I mean, he doesn't care if my, I'm successful in my career well, or not. I mean, he probably doesn't know. even know any of us exist. So you know, oh, sure he does. Oh, he, he knows. He does. He, that's why he oh, wants it. He knows. He, no, yeah, he knows everyone. <laughs> no, he's he dead does. <laughs> he's dead to him. He does. Now, listen, I don't go around rooting against every player. No, no, I understand you know, that. I understand whatever. That. But I'm not going to, like, I'm honest that I'm rooting against him. There's probably other people that will be, too. They might not be honest about it. I'm going to be. If that I, makes me a hater or a so, bad so guy, do, I can live with that. How do y'all pass up an opportunity about yeah. talking about baseball? I don't care. Yeah, let's, yeah let's do that because the DD's <laughs> coming on at 1230, yeah. so we're going to clear the decks before she comes on. What a nightmare. What a disaster Ooh, for the Guardians. Bad weekend. They come home. They've won 18 of their previous 24 games. You called it. They're red hot, yeah. and the Red Sox nail them in the ass with the broom. They oh, score geez. eight runs with... <laughs> I, 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 I found nothing positive except for the attendance Friday night. Yeah. The fans came out. Yep. They had an opportunity to win some fans over, and they didn't hit. They didn't pitch. I didn't see any life. 
And it feels, I saw lifeless And I watched teams, all of them games. All of them so, games. So, what happened this weekend? What, what well, changed for them? I mean, it's, you know, I could just say, well, it's baseball, right? You know, there's ups and downs in the season. Think about this. Steve Becker gave us that stat. Steve, our executive producer, gave us the stat, I think, Friday, that the Guardians are the youngest. Their average age is younger than every team in AAA. Yeah let alone the majors, which is mind-blowing, right? Uh, so they're an extremely young team. When you're a young team that's talented but flawed, you're going to have some extreme highs and extreme lows. It's going to happen. But you would think coming home, playing in front of a full house? But you're playing really good teams. You but, know? They looked, but they looked flat. That was my point. My point was they just looked flat. I, I think sometimes when you play poorly, you give the you look flat even if you're not. Well, here's the, here's the one thing with young teams, and, and I think that anybody that's played knows this. You know, when they come off that, that road swing playing great baseball, you come home and guess what? Now we're on Broadway. The lights are on here. Everybody's watching. Right. right? And uh, sometimes you get stage fright when those lights are on, right, until you get your feet wet here. Right? And they took a lesson. You took a stripper. Now, my thing for, for the gardens is this. Will they respond? After this, after the flop on Broadway, you got two tough series coming up. Next well, they got a five-game series with the Twins, who they not. They came home, they were in first place. Right. They, now they open a five-game set with the Twins. They're two games out right. of the division lead, and they're not in, currently in right. wild cards. And now. then the Yankees are the best team in baseball right yeah. now. So this is a challenge. For the next eight games, but here's the thing. Here's the challenge okay. we have as as you know sports talk people. It's a challenge when it comes to baseball, especially in this market that is so football centric. It's like a lot of times fans will look at each game as if it's a football. We react to a football game. It's huge because it's one, now 117th of the season. You can't really react to baseball that way. But then if we tell people, well, you can't react that way, then they're like, well, why should I care at all? It puts you in a tricky spot when analyzing baseball. But the reality is that it's not surprising that they're going to have some ups and downs because there are flaws on this roster. I still think they'll... You know, there'll be a lot of waves as the season goes. I do think by September, especially if they make some additions, they'll be in the hunt. But ultimately, it's still going to be very tough for them to make the playoffs. This is a young team. The arrow's pointing in the right direction. They're moving and they're moving up. I was talking to people a, a couple weeks ago in the organization about they're, they're very realistic about where they are. And they can compete with the 500 teams and the teams in their division. They can, they can swing pretty heavy with them. When it comes to the heavyweights, they're going to get out punched right now. When it comes to New York, Boston, and I was told that before and Boston the Dod- is a heavyweight. Oh, for sure. They didn't look like it the first six weeks of the season, yeah. but they have completely turned around the ship. And then they went to LA, and I took two or three from the Dodgers, which mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow." And the Dodgers are a heavyweight too. But but they're but they're very realistic internally about where they stand, and and they're answering some of the questions. I, we talked about it when I was in last week or so. They're an- they're getting some of the answers, to the questions that they entered the season with. But they are still very, very young, and they're punching out of their weight class when you're talking New York and Boston and some of these other teams. Yeah, they took two or three from L.A., but like Bull said, it's just baseball. Weird things can happen. This is still a team that has a lot of growing to do, and that's okay. It's a bonus that they're they're able to be competitive while they're trying to figure out some of these long-term questions. But they should try to win. Like we talked about, they they can't just punt with like Jacoby Brissett. The Guardians shouldn't punt either. They have a chance to win their division. And, and if you buy, and, if, be and in baseball, if you have it, if you, I understand. We all understand the Yankees are a better team, but you know what? The Guardians were a lot better than the Yankees uh, in 2017, and they lost that series. I think they're going to be very active at the deadline. They because, should be. And, and we've talked about it before. They added 11 minor leaguers. Their 40 man roster. Their 40 man roster is in balance right now. With Merrifield, they have to start bundling up some of these prospects yeah. and making some of these trades. Now they always target guys with multiple years of control. They don't want anyone who's going to be free agent at the end of the year. They want at least one more year well, they, out of them. But Whit Merrifield's got two and a half years left of control. He's got like a Jose Ramirez type really cheap contract. Yeah. I don't know that the Royals will trade him with the division. Having he's a having a year, bad year. I know it could be Castellanos Listen, in Detroit. He he's just in a bad situation. He kills the Guardians. Kills the he's guard. a great if, hitter. If they could add Whit Merrifield, I know you sent that text out. I think Fridays, just as like yeah. a pie in the sky. Hey, why not? They, right. If they target and bring in a Whit Merrifield, right. that gets the attention of the fans. Oh, for no sure. doubt. If this fan base knows how good he is. He think if you us. added him and Contreras. I know Contreras is a free agent. I know they don't usually go after those rentals. They did with the Yasiel Puig, Puig. Yeah. right? It has to be the right. But they Contre- got more than just Puig. In yes, that and I'm saying go get Contreras and somebody from the Cubs bullpen. They have some good veterans in that pen that are not like big stars, but they're good, solid veterans. They're going to be active. Pen. They will be active. Here's, I hope so. here's yeah. the problem. 
I was sitting there. I said casual fans. I'm a casual yeah. guy. The situation is this is a huge yeah. stand they, it, because because now you got the national guys coming in like Boston, right? You get swept by them. Then then you're in a battle in the division with Minnesota. So you at least got to split. Or, or, no, or, they, or it's a five game. Five they got to yeah. take three of the yes. five. And then, I think they have and to. then you got the Yankees after that. Yeah. So the thing is, in in this sport, in this town, I've always said it, and I, I think it's true. I don't think in this city you can have three teams be really, really, really good and be contenders, and the attendance and the fans be able to support all three. I think we've been lucky. You when, when the Indians were good. The, the Browns were here when the Browns came back. The Indians weren't so good. The Cavs are good here there with LeBron. I've yet to see that if if the, 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 if the Guardians were a top notch team competing for a World Series and the other two organizations were, were top notch. I don't think they still this could be the first time in a long time that all three teams are over 500. See, in the same I, I, believe, year. I believe this is this an avid sports town, right? And what you're seeing is a young team going through the process of getting better, right? Sure. I think there are steps. There are stair steps here. You just don't go from zero to 100, right? And you're paying your price here. You know, you go on the road, you win these games. You think that you got to <laughs> kind of figure it out. I got this thing figured out, right? You come back here, you get Especially hit in the mouth. Especially you beat the Dodgers. Yeah, you get you hit know? in the mouth by the Sox, right? So now you got to come back and figure out, oh, maybe I'm not that good. That's the first thing going through your head. Maybe I got to get back to the grind here. Right. The one thing that I like about it is that Terry Francona is at the helm, right? Yeah. To bring the ship back into to alignment. And sometimes you have to take some L's here to understand that I have to come to work every day, not every other okay, day. I think he's the guy you want at the We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed helm no doubt and whether it's rough waters or not particularly with a run with a with a very young team that's trying to so, figure yeah things out. so let me ask you baseball yeah. guys it, it is it, are you going to judge the season based on how competitive they are going to be moving forward in this stretch here so if you look at this, this stretch against Boston, Minnesota, and the Yankees, are you going to say if they don't perform well and they they look like they're looking against the Red Sox, are you going to well, say, they, it, oh, well, this they don't have a, a potential to compete for a wild card? Well, I'm going to look at it as they have to be buyers regardless because of the reasons I just laid out. They yeah. have to rebalance their 40-man roster. I said on the radio last week, it doesn't matter if they were eight games under 500 and 12 games out of first place. They were still going to be buyers. They have to be. Because right. of, but there'll be different type of buyers if they're in contention. They need to and right, you're they, not going to trade for Contreras if you're under 500. Sure. But maybe if you have a chance to win the division, yeah. that's well, a guy you look, might look trade for. Look at the for. Braves last year, where right. they were in early August. Right. Nobody, yeah. nobody thought this team was going to turn it around and win the World right. Series. And, they did. So it, baseball is the only sport I believe. Hockey you can too because you can ride a hot goalie. But in baseball, if just just get invited to the dance, just get yeah. there, yeah. and you've got a puncher's chance. And now they got a new owner. They be do. Into the so mix. Let's, let's drop this news yeah. because we talked about it about 10 days ago, but David Blitzer, it's official now. The Indians and, and the Dolan group have taken on uh, David Blitzer as a minority owner. And this is interesting too, guys. This, this talks to your point, Jason, about the Blitzer group developing the land around mm-hmm. progressive uh, field, which is certainly going to happen. Matt Colley, who is just a terrific guy. I've, I've known him for a couple of years. Just a wonderful guy. He now is going to be a local investor with Blitzer's investment group. So um, he's actually now got a piece of the Indians. He's been involved with Indians charities for years. Guardians. He's known Guardians. for Guardians, Indians. <laughs> uh, he's, he's known for his philanthropy, um, and he gives a lot more than people are even aware of, and he gives a lot that we know about. So colleague now, who is a big money guy and an area guy who's invested in the area, is is part of this group? I think that's. I, I don't think there's anything that you can say negative about this. Jay, what are your thoughts? No, on that? this is this is a really good thing, and he's sort of been rumored to be. On, he's a big sponsor. He's got the the sponsorship inside. Progressive he's got a bunch Field. of NASCAR teams now that are doing very well. Yeah, and he's sort of been floating around in the ether as possibly an investor in this team for quite a while. And uh, we at the Athletic had kind of heard about it a few weeks ago, and just were never able to completely officially nail it down. Zach Meisel was on it weeks ago. 
but this is all a really, really good thing. I think where this is trending, uh, David Blitzer is exactly, I think, what you want as minority owner. We talked about his real estate acumen and the ability to possibly develop some of the land. I think the Cavs could be involved in that. Uh, Dan Gilbert has a little bit more of the land around there, and so you may see a joint sort of venture partnership here over the next few years to try and develop some of the, the land around there. I think there's a parking lot or two that's for sale. Blitzer's also with the Sixers too, so he's, he's with the Sixers in the NBA. Josh Harris well. is not part of this deal that we're aware of to this point, but maybe when the Dolans leave, who maybe. is that for those who don't know? Josh Harris is the primary owner of the Sixers, and he's Blitzer's partner in a lot of these ownership deals that they have a ton of teams. I can't even tell you all the teams. They own soccer. Yeah. Apparently the, he's the, now the I only think, I think the New Jersey Devils too. Yeah. Apparently he's the only owner involved in five different major Correct. sports. Including soccer. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's, he's heavily got, invested. He's got deep pockets, but I don't and I, I've been really hard on Dan Gilbert for a variety of reasons for a number of years, but the one thing he does is spend. And he has spent into the red to win championships here or to win a championship here. I don't know that Blitzer is going to do that, and I've already been told like he's not going to just come in and start writing checks to cover losses. Like that's not how this is going to go. But you would think that there is going to be a little bit more financial flexibility yeah. now with payroll. And again, it's really the area around the stadium. That's if they can though. start developing that, that's that's free money, yeah, that's and a, you can then pour that back into the payroll. That's where this changes the game. I know that's important. That's a fact. That's important. The land around Progressive Field is what the Guardians view as a, a real opportunity to developing not only the atmosphere for the Guardians and its fan base, but it also gives a gateway into the city to what they feel that the uh, professional stadiums and the venues should look like, right? And so they, they view this land that is west of Progressive Field as, as part of the piece that needs to get filled in, right? And so if uh, uh, the new ownership group comes in and they take an inkling to that, and if they can partner with the Cavaliers and trying to develop that, I think it gives a new footprint, uh, I mean, a footprint to what the area can look like. And then it, 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 more revenue, in theory, brings more opportunity to bring in more people here. Yeah. More people brings better players here, right? But if it's just sitting there, and it, I know it is a deterrent to what they're thinking because they look at it all the time, they're like, this is not the way we want to go. This has to be fixed. Yeah. And I know that like Sherwin Williams coming and bringing their headquarters downtown is that's going to make a big. Difference. Yeah. And, and I think that there's teams in town that are encouraged about that, excited about that. If we could get just a little bit more of that, if we could get just a little bit more business downtown, as you know, mm -hmm. and places for them to live too. Right. right. Acceptable places for them to live. So now you've got people that are, aren't just working downtown, but living downtown much more likely to use all of those businesses that are in the area and much more likely to buy a ticket to a Guardians game the one if thing they're not I, coming from what, what a the, suburb. One thing I know that Mayor Bibb is intent on development is not vacating development of downtown. It is it is, yeah. it is the mainstay of any major metropolis in this country. You have to stay committed to it, and it, it happens over time. You just got to keep going. You like Mayor Bibb? I love him. Yeah. Love him. Cause he, I do, he, too. He, I understands, he understands what's on the table. Right guy. Right. He understands what's on the table. Young mind, hungry and has a, a uh, mentality of those that's inclusive to even to folks out in the suburbs, right? If he yeah. wants to bring them in and say, sure. okay, how can we work together to make I it I hope better? we can keep them. Right. Because a young guy, I'm sure he has political ambitions that go beyond the city of Cleveland. Absolutely. So I hope we can keep him for a while. Okay, um, Aditi's on at 1230, so we got a little bit of time here to do top five. Do you want to do ultimate five here? That is correct. We are going to do ultimate five. And as always, the ultimate five is sponsored by Roundstone Insurance. Roundstone, Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable, affordable quality health care. <laughs> for more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money, an average of 20%. Yeah, 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money, too. And I got to ask before we start, G. Bush, you always laugh at my ad reads. What's so funny about how you know, I we're say over here. I, I keep doing Warren Sapp impressions. Give him a Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Take off your glasses and do your Warren <laughs> We put it on Twitter this weekend. It got he's like 4,000 views. Did you hear that? Hmm? Your Warren impersonation got 4,000 views on Twitter. Oh, for real? Take off the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Throw in the job. dip. Put the clown suit on and get your money off. No, let's <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, you can't. You let's see. You Ooh, not, the eyes kill. You gotta. You gotta put a warm meter on there. Like it, we should do a running thing. Like you should put. All right, we need the warm face, and then go in the bottom. Or we just ask you what would Warren have to say about that? Yeah, then Next I would question. have to do that, right? Yeah. So you so know. gonna give us a look. So no, no he, no, he doesn't want to do it on demand. <laughs> he can't now, do it on demand. Yeah. When he feels it, he'll do yeah. it. 
Go ahead. It is, it is very, very good. Jay, you know Warren well. I do. How would Warren think Warren would geez. crack up at that. Okay, I he promise you it? Warren would crack up at that. Well, maybe we got to get a little collab here. Maybe we need to get Warren on the program. Because he did Vlad TV. And yeah. He, he went and, in and, on Vlad TV and on first a lot of, of all, First of all, I'm just I, – I I, I'm surprised, and I'll give Drake uh, Jay credit. He said, Vlad TV. I said, when you start watching Vlad TV, <laughs> that is not traditional media right there. I'm thinking. Uh, I've been on Vlad TV for a while. Oh, I thought you said you went on Vlad TV. No, I had. I did. No, no, no. I wasn't a guest on oh, Vlad TV. Oh, I about to say. <laughs> what? No, no, I don't no, even no, know what no, that no. is. Do you know what that is? I don't is? know what it is either. What oh, is Vlad check TV? It out. Yeah. Check it out. Check yeah. it out. Come on. Come on. Vlad TV. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody's on there, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's right. good, too. It's good, right. right? Very good show. All right. Okay. So, our ultimate five is. Well, we're not laughing at you. Baseball, so. football, crossover players. So the best players who played baseball and football as a bridge between our two topics today. Okay. Play, they played both baseball. in the major leagues. Some, yeah, best players who I mean the best ones played in. So both would Dave the Winfield count? Yes, Dave Winfield's absolutely. not on the list. No. But no, he didn't play professional football. football. He played football. No, that's what I said. Would, right, right, would right. Winfield count? Okay. No, I, I guess you want pro. There's experience. one player that yeah. may number five is the only one that may be a little iffy, but you'll okay. understand why. So let, let's right. take number right, five. What do you got? It's Kyler Murray. He didn't play in the majors, but he's the only player to ever be drafted in the first round in both the Major League Baseball That's draft crazy. and the NFL That's draft. Insane. That's and he crazy. was a top Where ten was Russ pick drafted? in both. Russ was drafted. Yeah, third or not, fourth not, not the first round. Russ was a fourth round pick. Oh, he was a fourth round pick. Fourth round. You've are, the list is already bad because Kyler Murray never played professional uh, baseball. Now he might, but if you want to say, well, he was drafted high, but Dave Winfield was drafted by three different sports. And is a much more and accomplished four, four different teams, and a much more accomplished baseball player to this point than Kyler Murray is as a football. Yeah, player. I, I said that might be the one that's a okay. little contentious. Okay. I think the yeah. other four definitely fit the exact. Winfield was like, more. I think he was the MVP of the. Yeah, I mean, he was a, an all-star. He's a Hall of Famer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, okay. let's go to number four. Yeah. Drew Henson. Oh. Okay. That's, that's His professional baseball career. Didn't pan out great, but I got some numbers from his high school baseball days that are going to blow your mind. Well, in that case, oh, I was I know, the greatest listen, of all I, I know, time. If I roll my high listen, school listen, numbers I know out here, it's irrelevant, <laughs> but listen to these numbers real quick. Henson set the national record for home runs and RBIs in a high school career. In his high school career, he hit 70 home runs. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And drove in 290 runs in four seasons. Where did he At grow up? At the Birmingham Little League field. Yeah, like, like, where did he grow up? What's, what's Michigan, the Michigan, state? Michigan guy, yeah. And then he ended up playing in the NFL for four seasons. He did play in the majors uh, eight games with the Yankees. He was terrible for the Yankees. Can I show you what, what Drew Henson's career looked like in the yeah. NFL? Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Very true. Hey, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> and, and come on, high NFL school, some teams don't even have fences, bro. Yeah, some, I mean, you, you what kind of high school, yeah, you know, right. who's he playing against? It's impressive, but I thought you were going to roll all guys like, that have done it. Well, there's like, three to go. The next three are pretty good. Listen, it was really a top three, and then you can throw it. And then some other stiff. All right, so number three, Brian Jordan. Yeah, Brian was – I was wondering if you were going to catch on to Brian. He played in more Major League Baseball games than any other NFL player. He played in 1,450. 56 baseball games. He was an MLB All-Star in 1990. He scored over 100 runs twice yep. in his career and was a Pro Bowl alternate in 1991. So he was an All-Star yeah. in baseball in 1990. Legitimately good at both. Yeah. Legitimately about, good at both. Think, and, about, and a, think, think uh, about this list. This Pro is Bowl. crazy. But he wasn't real quick. G. Bush, he didn't play at the same time. That's the knock on him. He did not play right. baseball and football okay. simultaneously. Right? All right. Well, well, the crazy part about it is, you know, the top three people presumptively – We'll be African American, and we don't see any African American baseball players. I think it's less than what sixty yeah, percent, six something like that. Less than six percent. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's as low as very it's low. been in years. It's troubling,ly low. Shrinking. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Okay, so yeah, we know it's just a matter we, of we what know the order next two, you're going to put the order. them in. So we'll get the dramatics out of the way now with number two. Yep, Bo Jackson, four years. In the NFL and wrong. the majors yeah. at the same time. I'll tell you why I have Dion number one. All right. Get to Dion. All right. But Bo Jackson, 1989 MLB All-Star Game MVP. He was a pro bowler in 1990, and he's the only player to ever make both All-Star Games as an official vote-in guy. Not an alternate. Sure. Brian Jordan was an alternate. Right. Not Bo Jackson, the only one to ever make it legitimately as a player in both. Yeah, he well, got this wrong. Well, well Jay, you tell him how hard it is to roll out of bed and come hit major league pitching. <laughs> you, you ain't practice. No spring training. I'm gonna just roll over out of the bed. Yeah, and, and come Bo Jackson 
was the gap between Bo and Dion in baseball is much bigger than in yep, football. I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I thought Dion, Dion was a good baseball player, but I thought he was a gimmicky baseball player. Am I yeah. right, Jay? Yeah, I, I, I mean, he to... showed up. I think he showed up for the attention. I mean, he did the crazy thing where he played like the same day. Yes, I think back to back days games. he played. Yeah, and what was a playoff? I think he played a playoff, playoff game, game. Yeah. after playing an NFL I game. I think on Bo Sunday. Jackson could have. It's maybe a stretch in baseball, but he could have had he stayed healthy and done Hall only one, been a Hall of Famer yeah. in either. I, I agree. Definitely in football. If he had just chosen, if he had baseball, just on baseball, he had that kind of talent. He, he probably could have, you know, he would have been at least a routine all-star in baseball. He came I back think. after the hip surgery, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is insane. Yeah. Come yeah. on. No one Let me tell you why that. you yes. guys are all wrong and Deion Sanders is number one. It's the longevity factor. Deion played in 641 Major League Baseball games, 189 NFL game. He's the only player to ever hit a home run and score a touchdown in the same week of a calendar. Mm -hmm. How about that? He's the only player to play in both a Super Bowl and a World Series. Right. Speaking of that World Series, he hit 533 with five stolen bases. He's a Hall of Famer in football, the greatest defensive back ever, and the longevity factor is why I have Dion does slightly ahead of Bo does, Jackson. Does anyone think that Dion, if he had just played baseball, could have been a Hall of Fame no, baseball no, player? No, no chance. I, I think there's 0% no chance. chance that that ever would have yeah. happened. Right. And hold I, hold I, hold I hold do hold think on. your point with Bo is dead on. I think right. if he said, um, baseball's my thing, I, I, I could have. I think, no, I, I'm just think going back. Now, Ricky Henderson stole a lot of bases, right? Yeah. Dion would have stole more. Yeah, but Dion no, couldn't but hit like Ricky Henderson. I, I mean, but, it, all, but all, they gotta, all they got to do is all he got to do is sit 250, <laughs> yeah. 260. There's been a Major League Baseball player for a while now who still gets – actually signed a minor league contract this week with the Giants, I believe, named Billy Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Great Billy. speed. And that was it. He can't hit. No. Otis Nixon. Yeah, Otis Nixon was another guy. Oh. Hey, what was, what was Dion's career batting average? I, it was low. Yeah, I mean, he – well, was, was better it? in the playoffs. I'll look it up real quick okay. for you guys. By the way, you know who should have been on the list? At least this guy played professional baseball. Ricky Williams. Mm. The running back? Yeah. He played He played for the Batavia Muckdogs of the New York Penn League in 1998. <laughs> led the team in stolen bases. Were you doing their games then? I started the year after that, oh. so I heard all the stories about so him. So when, when they pitched the job to you, they said, hey, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Here. Yeah, and you were like, gone. all right, I'll take the he job. He was gone. But he actually, I mean, he at least played professional baseball, so I would have put him ahead of Kyler Murray. I would he have did been not Dave pop Winfield up on any list I looked at for professional crossovers. By the way, Deion Sander, 264 career average, so it's not actually better than I thought. But not great. Yeah, it's better than I thought. I would have had him like a 240 guy. Yeah, yeah, we can all agree, bad. though, that all these guys on the list aren't as good of dual threat personalities as Aditi Kinkabala, well, who is a no, phenomenal beat reporter. Yes, indeed. That 30 for 30 Deion double play. Without further ado, our favorite person, human, Browns beat reporter, not guest, part of the family on the show. What's up, Aditi? Aditi. How are you? Well, he I'm just so called you a great golfer. Aditi, who's Wait. your favorite two-sport athlete? Do you have one? Um, I feel like it would have to be Bo. Thank you. Right, yeah. no doubt. I mean, I'm sorry, but I just think Bo that... Bo better than Dion. Yeah. And the commercials Although, were so good. By the way, by the way, two... Like Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, two baseball players that would have been great football players. One, Todd Helton, was a great quarterback. Uh, okay. Joe and, Maurer, too. And, and, Joe Maurer. Yeah, but I, I, Jeff Samarja, who was a great football player at Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He wasn't a great baseball player, but and he chose wisely because even as a mediocre baseball player, made a ton Bauer of money. Bauer signed with – he was going to be their and, quarterback at Florida State. And John Elway was a, a great baseball, baseball player, yeah. too. Maurer was well, the yeah. overall it's, high school it's recruit. Yeah, that. that's true. People always talk about Tom Brady's like Tom Brady is a brain and not necessarily an athlete. But remember, he was drafted as a catcher, right? He was. That's impressive. Yeah. That's true. And that's no easy position. I mean, you have to be ridiculously athletic to play catcher. You aren't kidding. That's true. By the way, Brad Sellers played so, against somebody, I believe, that played in the NBA and Major League Baseball. I think you played against him. Danny Ainge. Yeah, sure did. Danny ah. Ainge. Yeah. The Blue Jays, right? Danny Ainge was no. the Blue Jays? Yep, Blue Jays. Yeah, that's right. Not very good. But who was, who was the track star who became a bobsledder? Wasn't there a female track star who became a bobsledder? Mary Jones. Mary Jones? Oh, she did. There wasn't somebody else? No. Yeah, no. Was, Lolo, I thought that was a movie Lolo with John Jones. Candy. Lolo Jones Lolo, did. Yeah. Lolo, Lolo Jones. Yeah. Lolo Jones, yes. Yeah. She was and the hurler that just there, kept missing the goal. Wasn't there also a speed skater who did another sport? 
There was a speed skater who did a summer Ronald, Olympics. Ronald uh, Nehemiah. Uh, no, no, Nehemiah was a sprinter, right, right. Oh, a okay. hurdler, and yeah. he became a. What was his uh, first name? Uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo Nehemiah. Ronaldo Nehemiah. Oh, he, right. he was a sprinter and okay. then and crossed over to football. football. Yeah, right. As a return wide receiver type. So. Okay. Well, this was interesting. So, Jason, Jason, I didn't get to finish the car conversation. It <laughs> was a fatal error. Oh no. You needed to just go home and tell your wife that the car was for her. If you had said, this Ooh. is for you, baby, all would have been forgiven. I'm not doing that. I want the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, it all blows over. She was like, yeah. Aditi, you missed it. She actually called while we were on the show. She thought the show was over. We were running over. She called like 104. So I answered and put her on speakerphone into my microphone. So we had the that went over conversation well. yeah, with that my was, wife. Yeah, I, I was a little disappointed that she didn't call because she was watching and I told her to call it. <laughs> yeah. Because she just wanted to know where you were. No, she right. doesn't care. She didn't watch the show. No, she's, she's not interested. interested. Yeah. I can say Isn't whatever I want. It's funny how our spouses don't care, but our parents do. Like my <laughs> mom, to this day, watch me constantly. My yeah. husband walks in the room and has no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> see, see, I actually, I, I actually use Jason Lloyd to get out of trouble, right? So Jason, Lloyd, <laughs> that's what I'm good for. So Jason, I said, Oh, yeah, he good, man. So what I did is I just pre preemptively went home. And I just was like, yeah, let me just go buy a bunch of shoes. I'm gonna see how many I can get. And then she and then you said, honey, Jason bought a Benz. No. <laughs> she said, she said, you in the middle of the night, she, my mom, my wife is from the Philippines. She's like, in the middle of the night, you you buy mini shoes. You buy mini shoes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my my coworker bought a car. Like, <laughs> we good. Not I'm just good. a car. Yeah, like, I only on. spent a couple of hundred dollars. Yeah. Come on, man. He spent I mean, 90 grand. <laughs> Hey, I'm just trying to. You know. Wait, what kind of shoes are we talking about, though, G? Oh what man, kind all kind of all kind of ridiculous shoes that I should buy. But um, I told this is a fact. I told my mom and I told my wife if I didn't get, I, I'm getting every pair of shoes that I didn't get when I was younger. And I blame it on my mom. <laughs> I say, if she didn't get them, I'm getting them now. I don't even care if they're ugly now. Yeah. I will go find them. I don't know where you can. I go, I go to the internet and find them, mm. and they just keep showing up at the house. Bobby, I, you can't blame your mom. I met G's parents this weekend. Oh, you yeah. did? Yeah, I did. Nice. I met it. They were so nice. Yeah, nice. I was I talking. Like I know them. You've talked I was about talking them. baseball yeah, with your nice. dad for a while. Yeah, he's a big baseball guy, but uh, yeah. they didn't give me what I wanted when I was <laughs> What did you want? Some Buster Browns? Do you remember the Adidas Americana? I think they were called Americanas, the white and with the red and blue stripes. Oh, no, 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 no. You mean they're, uh, no, 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 not no, Americanas. No. They were the, American. They were they were the uh, top tens. That's what they. Oh, were is that what they were called? Top tens. So, oh, you go if you talk about basketball shoes? version. Yeah, basketball shoes, white with the uh, yeah. red and blue stripes. Top tens, right? Those and how do I know? Wide. There used to be a there used to be an Adidas store out in uh, Maple Heights. Yeah. I was in high school. The owner of Adidas. You know, my mother, I would go in there and look at the shoes. They had the best oh, players oh. Uh, hanging their shoes up across Cleveland on the on the wall, right? And so I would just go in there and be looking at the shoes like, oh, my God, this is Adidas. And then my mother walked in one day and they said, you know what, Ms. Sellers, we're going to give him these top tens, two pair. We just need him to wear them, right? Oh, and wow. In high school. Yeah. NIL. NIL. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. And, I, and, I, and yeah. my mother was like, because, you know, shoes are expensive. Yeah. My mother was like, oh, thank you. Now, Didi, is she still on here? Yeah, she's Put here. Put her back on. How, here. What, is, what is your most expensive pair of shoes? You look Ooh. like you're an accessory woman. It looks like you can dress up now. It looks like you do your thing. I just want to, you know, I shared mine. I think you should share how, how much. Okay, but gee, 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 I appreciate your saying that, but let me tell you, I am the child of immigrants. That means I am not shopping at Nordstrom. I am shopping at TJ Maxx. Wow, that's <laughs> a girl right there. That's I a girl. like accessories. I do have far too many shoes, but the most expensive pair of shoes. You know what? Honestly, they're probably a pair of sneakers. Really? Because sneakers run over a hundred bucks. A good pair yeah. of sneakers. Wow. And you know, I like a lot of shoes as opposed to one pair of shoes. I mean, I pretty much won't spend more than a hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. So no Jimmy Choo's. Should be sneakers or boots if I'm no spending Balenciagas. that. No No red bottoms for you, huh? I have no Manolos. I have no. <laughs> See, I like her even more now. Yeah. Aditi, I, I, I had no with top women. tens, Brad. I didn't even know what top tens were. And when I was a kid, I could <laughs> not get the real K-Swisses. Neither could I. Google, Google the top tens. It was, a, it was a great shoe. Aditi, I worked with women, many of them you know, who, because I always, I, I, 
would see them in their office or dressing room and there'd be dozens of pair. And I would think, you know, if you've got that many shoes, you're probably a bar- bargain shopper. Aditi, some of these women are dropping $500 mm. on a pair, of, one pair of shoes. That ESPN money. You know what? I'll tell you a story. So, Jay, I remember I was, I don't remember how old I was, but I was very, I was young. I was young. I was still impressionable. And Katie Couric at the time was making (laughs) more money than anybody. I think it was like $14 million a year or something like that. And the Today Show, she was the host of the Today Show. And the Today Show did a feature, and I can't even remember. It might have been like Poochie Boots, some sort of rain boots. And they were $700. And Katie Couric, who made more money than anybody else on television, on live television, says, $700 for a pair of rain boots? That's crazy. Yeah, because she's practical. If there's anybody who could afford them, it was that woman. And yet, the reason that she probably is as successful as she is, is that she's not dropping $700 on a pair of rain boots that she could buy for a lot less. Yep, you've got it. I don't know. I'd much rather yeah. I get high off of a good deal, G, more than I do over. You know, Smart. like if I get yeah. a great pair of shoes that are half off, yeah. I feel better than having spent the. <laughs> she got value. Well, value. Aditi, speaking of deals, well, speaking yeah. of deals, we got to get Baker Mayfield the hell out of town, right? <laughs> we got to make a trade. Can we put up the trade proposal I made, or is that we can we not go back? <laughs> no, there? we can go back. We'll pull it up. Give us one second. Aditi, right. just prepare yourself. <laughs> Aditi, for it. we were talking about. <laughs> right. We all mentioned trade proposals <laughs> earlier. These guys had boring trade proposals. Baker for Jimmy Garoppolo. G. Bush is talking about offensive linemen that nobody ever heard of. Food Aditi, look at this. Here's my trade. To the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, unlimited Labatt Blue, five-year supply of poutine, three Canadian Mounties, and one moose to play defensive tackle. Do you make that trade if you're the Browns? I don't think that Browns fans are drinking Labatt's. Do you? They should. No. It's a great beer. I mean, if it's free, is that the way that that goes? Unlimited, yes. The fa- all but the are fans the Canadian Mounties going to get along with Swagger? Is that going to all work in the stadium together? We need more security. The they need more horse. security. There's too many fights. We got to get the Mounties a badass. They they will help out. They're going to wear their black hats, <laughs> their red jackets. They'll be sad. They'll be Mounties good. Don't wear black. You know, I covered a game when London Fletcher's family got into a fight in the stands in Cleveland. Kirk Cousins started instead of Robert. Who cares what hats they wear? London Fletcher's family yeah. was there. Someone got yeah. in a fight with them. See? Still remember that one. We could use the mountain uh, to protect I'll them. I'll give you points for creativity, Adam. But who's Thank picking you. up Baker's uh, who's picking up Baker's salary? Well, nobody in the NFL wants to pick it up, so you know, I guess the Browns have to pick up half of it. So the Rough Riders will take the whole eighteen million. Is that what you're saying? No, nobody's the taking it. No, that's the that. Rough like Riders' salary million? cap is eighteen million for the whole team. <laughs> it's the, million. Now, the Browns got to pay the whole thing. They they got to pay the full boat. But at least he goes to Canada. He might like it there. Well, if they're not paying anything for Deshaun Watson this year, then I guess there's some extra money right there. You Are you buying all this propaganda that he's going to get suspended for the whole season? I don't buy I it. Don't, you know what? I, I'm not buying anything right now. Let's, mm, just, let's just get the decision done and let's move it on. I have never heard – I mean, it, again – in more than a dozen years of covering the National Football League, I've never heard as much chatter in so many different directions Man. as I have here. And that's from what I hear from people within the league. That's what I hear from people within the Browns organization. That's what I hear from people who know Deshaun, people who don't, people who have all sorts of knowledge of the way these disciplinary things go. I just think that they're, this is not happening in a vacuum. That's all I can say. This is, and see, so, this is what happens when Twitter and Instagram come into play here. It will be interesting to see how much do optics play, how much does public perception play, how much. I, I just think that this is, this is the least, not that any decision in the National Football League ever really seems totally black and white, but this is the least black and white case that I have ever been around. That's it. So yeah. at this point, let's just have a decision. Let's but just know you- what it is and move on. Aditi, what do you make of the notion that if the decision gets appealed, Roger Goodell gets to make the final ruling? That seems like a kangaroo court to me. You know what? All I can say is don't hate the player or hate the game. That's the way that it's set up. You know, like this is what was agreed to in the CBA. Do I, do I think that this is optimum? Do I think that this is the best way to sort of have the final arbiter be it just I mean it is what the system is so what can we do 
you can sit here and you could say that the system is flawed. Well, that's the system that the NFLPA essentially agreed to. Which I think was a terrible Man, mistake. That's what I said earlier in the show. Man, Player Association agreed to this. She said you, you, get, you get 15 extra cool points, man, for just that quote. She, you know, one of the greatest quotes in the world is Avon Barksdale off the wire. The game the is game, the game. The game is the yeah. game. Always. The game's still the same. Just got a little bit more fierce. Yep. <laughs> that's it. But, and and that's what it is. I mean, so why, like, why sit here and rip on the commissioner? It's the game. It is what it is. It's not him. This is what was agreed to. This was no, a, we all understand off that. But it doesn't mean that no, we can't be critical here, of it. Here. I mean, I, I, I don't well, know sure, how this was agreed when's to. The next, when's the next agreement coming up, right? I mean, it's definitely some Yeah, three more years. Here. Three years? You can say whatever you want to say. The players, if they want to revoke and change it, it can be done, right? So Not, not, not midstream. They're no, not no, no. Here, let me tell you something. <laughs> Yes, it can, Jay. Tell me how that works. Let me tell you something. You would need the hierarchy in the group to be like, no, we're not doing this anymore. So right? is this the hill they want to die on? Well, that's why it, I say it's it, not it, happening it, it, midstream. It, it, it depends on the leadership. Now, I will say when the NBA boys did it, the top boys were at the top. Yeah, right. but the basketball and baseball unions have always been stronger than the no, football no, union. No, baseball was always the top. Yeah, but basketball just came in. That's true. Recent, you're right. Recently. Yeah, right. but right. the football, football union's always been football, the weakest. Like, I don't know why they do. So, what Brad, they do. I, yeah. I know what you're saying. I just, I'm saying this isn't the hill they're going to no, choose to die on. No, because it's too splinter, Jay. But, but I'm saying if you, if it wants to change, because I'm just talking about fairness, right? <clears throat> On the surface, anybody can't say this is fair. Right, this is, there's no fairness in this, right? Because if it's coming back, if you, if you bring in a, a federal judge to make an arbitrary ruling, that should stand. Well, I agree. Say, well, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I, I can appeal. Now that comes back to the guy who's working for the owners. But yeah. I think Aditi expresses a sentiment that a lot of us feel. I know I certainly do. We're all sick of this. Yeah, we're all sick of it. We want it to be settled. Now that may not be fair. That may not be right. But I think selfishly for all of us, we're like, oh God. Please just have a decision already, so at least we can talk about this from a different angle. Do you think we have closure by the end of the week, no. Aditi? Or at least a ruling from Sue Robinson? I think that that might be a little bit yeah, ambitious. It might be ambitious, but right. I think it's reasonable to expect something fairly soon. And I think you can see the fatigue setting in on all levels in general. And I think that to some degree, you know, it's... The same way that Deshaun Watson clearly must have felt some sort of fatigue in moving forward and moving forward with these settlements, you have to think that the National Football League, too, is sort of, if there's going to be blowback, let's have the blowback. You know, like, let's have the decision and let's just deal with it and move forward if that's the case. I, I don't know... I don't know what is to be gained by continuing to drag it out because in many ways you're just continuing to increase the spotlight on what right. has to happen. Yeah, you what keep the it in the news cycle. Processes and basically how the sausage is being made. Right. You know, the same way that you're questioning the process here, everybody is questioning the process. Right. You know, Jason talked about it really quickly. Jason just uh, in the beginning to, uh, of our show said the Texans have been added officially. And they say it's one of more to come. How does how does the league go about figuring out what to do with the Texans? Or do you feel like they're just not going to say anything about it and just keep it moving and deal with Watson? I mean, I think they have to. I don't think that they get to ignore it. I think that what we've seen with Daniel Snyder and the commanders over the last few weeks, I mean, it, you would have to think that someone is that there are enough people, enough outlets, enough voices holding the league accountable in some way that that just doesn't get brushed under the rug or not holding the league accountable to holding teams or potential bad actors accountable. That's what I mean by that, that the league doesn't get to just brush that under the rug. But again, I, I think that this is one of those things that has gone on long enough at this point and back to what Brad was saying earlier. It, the NFL union has never, ever been as strong as the baseball union, and the NFL players have never been as cohesive or as confident in having that strength. And a lot of that has to do with what their guarantees are and how long they play for. And so I think that that's part of the dilemma here, too, is right. what can you stand up for when you may be looking at a three- or four-year career? Aditi, if you had to bet today on when training camp starts, Baker Mayfield will be where? First day of training camp. If you had to bet. 
Um, well, I never bet because I'm an immigrant's daughter and I hate wasting money. Very smart. But... <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> She's so crafty. But I may as well throw my money out the window. I thought that we established that a little earlier. That's true. Um, Friendly wager you know, then. I, I still, I like Seattle. I know that that's not yeah. a sexy choice. No, it we said that too. It just feels like yeah. obvious choice. No, Bull and Jason both said They Seattle. have the worst quarterback situation. Yeah, I got Seattle. I said Carolina. Yeah. So, and, and Carolina likes Matt Corral. Let me tell you, they good. like Matt Corral. Let me know so, how that works out for you in December. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's a big conversation in the city of Pittsburgh for sure about Kenny Pickett, and we keep talking about this whether a rookie should start or not, or have some time to grow, and how that can affect a rookie. And we all talked about this last week. Does yeah, when we right. talked about David Carr, and does David Carr have a different career if he doesn't start right away behind that line? So who knows about whether Matt Corral is indeed the starter week one or not? I'll just tell you that I think that they like him. Okay. And I don't think that David Tepper wants to pay for both Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Who would as right. kind of a one-year placeholder for Matt Corral. Right. And I think Seattle's been more vocal about their interest in Baker Mayfield and getting something done, even talking about perhaps an extension, which I think would surprise them. Yeah, they don't have a young quarterback with any – I mean, they have Drew Locke, but I I don't think he has any potential, but maybe they do. Who knows? Hey, Aditi, I guess we have to let you go. I was told that we had to say goodbye by 12.55, and we're we're there. Oh, really? That's, that's well, we got to wrap up the show. Me. I mean, isn't that the best when you like blame it on someone else? I've got a buddy who ends every phone call by being like, "Okay, let me let you go." And nope. I was like, "Wait, I didn't." <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I guess it's my say, "Don't let the door hit you on the way out." Steve, Thanks, Steve, guys. take take McNugget's camera so we can see his read his facial expression here. <laughs> I am astonished you would put such a blasphemous statement on me. Wow! <laughs> you got it, my dear. I got it. We have two segments. I'm not invited to. Aditi, we'll see you Thursday. We got two segments we have to get to in 15 minutes. We got other things. Aditi, you know where the love comes from here. You know. Seriously. I love you, Jay. Bye, guys. Listen, I feel hurt because me and Aditi, we've got to work out some back-end deals here to make sure some of these hits at the proper time, so we're to talk offline. <laughs> I mean, need to make sure we're still on good terms. We do. Listen, we love it, Didi, but we do have to do good bet, bad bet, and final takes the next. So we did have to let this lockdown podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Here we go. Yes. Well, yeah. He, we did. He was urgent in my ear a minute ago. He was. He was. Okay. All right. Listen. Do your you know business. Lo- you know I love you guys. Do your business. We love the DD too, but good it's bet, time for bet. good bet, bad bet. Let's see the standings, and for the first time since UCSS started, we have two horses with 50 wins. Congratulations to G and Adam the Bull for I'm back hitting first place. the 50-win plateau at the same I'll time. I don't understand. I thought I was ahead, and no. I went – no, we did back it, and we no. Did they the messed up the graphic. <laughs> it was time. Yeah, the, the graphic uh, on was Friday basically was like throwing darts. Jeez, I don't know what he was doing. Together here, he's going to hear this in thirty seconds because he's on a delay. Take Anthony, and when we he love you, laughing, but I'm going to turn the camera to The graphic yeah. was all messed up on yeah, Friday. All right. Bet. all right, so let's get to today's bets. Yep. All Guardians related. Yep. They are a run and a half underdog Ooh, versus the wow. Twins. I thought I'd be the only one that took them. And Bush isn't the one. You're not feeling it. Standing. No, not at all. Not at all. They ride this wave of mediocrity <laughs> yeah, they, into, into the they, Twins. Don't mess out here and take this L. And and this is, right by the way, we the same about. pitching matchup. <laughs> yeah. The same pitching matchup from last week. And neither starter was involved in the decision. Right. Sonny Gray pitched well. McKenzie did not. McKenzie got blasted. Yeah, I think he'll bounce back. Yeah, I hope so. He was just they showing his it. fastball too yep. much. 
Okay, what's uh, the second one? Anthony's comment, by the way, is I hate it here. So he, he, he heard, <laughs> he, he loves every minute of it, and he will promise to do better in the future. Okay, bet number it's two. It's the one Steve. mistake Anthony's made in his two months here, and yeah, I the called one. him out. We'll, we'll let him live. Well, he'll be back tomorrow. Yay. Don't worry. All right, second one. Over eight runs in the Guardians Twins game tonight. Yeah. Well, they scored over eight when we had the same pitching they matchup did. last week. Yep. So, and the Guardians are, have scored eight in their last three combined, so they're due to bust out the sticks. By the way, I put a stat on Twitter that they're four for 36 with runners in scoring position over the last four games, and people were like yelling at me like I had something to do with that. Yeah, people don't like oh, that's that. That's the way it goes here. You should have said, yeah. I'm 0 for 0. Oh, Mike, got you will right learn this quickly. Situation. You're not allowed to give any negative stats, yeah. even if the it's second you do, because you're a hater if yeah. you do it. <laughs> I just was pointing it out, and, and they were like, this is your fault. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. you had said, don't kill the messenger, but here's the message. You would still get <laughs> any <laughs> negative stat. You're, you become a hater, especially when you're not from here. And boom, you let him know, <laughs> Jason, Jason. You are from was, Texas. Get that on a soundtrack <laughs> and a little You are from Texas. Don't you mention nobody. Yeah, you're an outsider. <laughs> yeah, when you're, especially when you're not from here, to, you know. Maybe There's still people years, haven't warmed up to me. Maybe 15 years. I'm, 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 I'm from here. I never knew that, right? Yeah. Oh, it's very rough, man. Yeah. Well, I'm from here too, but when I if I. Tweet anything out that's critical. Yeah. It's the, People don't want to hear it. Make it seem like I Oh, what? You're sad. smarter than Jerry Francona? <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. Yeah. All right, yeah, more Twitter, before we do the third one, uh, we pitched the unathletic to Jason last week. Yes. Jason, a lot of people on Twitter are all for it. So the offer is still idea. on the table if you want to accept and become my CFO. I had uh, I had a buddy text me and thought it was a great. He watched the clip and said that was yeah. actually really funny. That was hilarious. I think it should be so. an onion version the unathletic. of sports coverage. Yeah. You that would, would be good. I, I'm telling it. you, I would we read it every it. day. We could yeah. do it. It'd be fun. I would read it. Maybe every it's day. a weekly segment we do here. We yes. highlight one of your guys' unathletic accomplishments. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, that is a good that's idea. Let's good. run with that. That's okay. Good. Yeah. That's right. I like that. All right, well, let's get to the third bet because we talked about taking Aditi <laughs> off for time, and, and now we're <laughs> you know, producing future segments on the air. The question is: Will Stephen Kwan record a hit tonight? It was minus 105 on our sports book, and G Bush. You're the only one that said no. Uh, hey, man, I'm not you a hater. Hater, hater, aide. Don't hey. you dare tweet that out today, bro. Hey, you Keep know. Bush hates Stephen Kwan. <laughs> hey, you know what? But I, you know. I'm you can the, twist that however you I'm, want, G. I'm the angry black guy. Why? Well, <laughs> You're not angry, though. I'm That's the angry, thing with though, you. So. Even when we, I thought you were going to boil over when we started today. Yeah, yeah. And you came at it very measured. Yeah, I'm the angry yeah, guy notes. around here. Yeah, yeah he's notes. the angry bull. Yeah. Raging bull. My, 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 my therapist bull. says I should, you should oh, that's too good. articulate. You can't, yeah. can't just be upset all the time like when I got hacked last week. But I got my password back now. Oh, you did get it all fixed? Now I'm Man, back. you came in here last Friday like someone stole your puppy. I don't like that, man. He was he was coming. Exactly. I remember when it happened to Daryl Ryder. They were putting like porn way, up it, and all it, kinds it, of stuff. Oh. They, they got my they got my password. I How did they get your password? I, by bro, the way? I don't know, bro. They just got. I, it was the first day I got a verification verification check, and they just hopped on me like, ah, oh, you got a verification mm. check? Give me that. Someone at Twitter did it. Somebody, yes. <laughs> I don't, bro, it's, it was bad. I'm like, this is discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> check discrimination. Like, like, check, like you did. You all these folks got all these check marks. Now you get me. They gave us a warning at the athletic of like, if you. See this? Do not click. That's how yeah, yeah. Mean. We have to go through that here. You too. clicked on something, shady. something big. You yes, something you shady, know, G. No, this actually is big, and this is serious. And we'll do final takes in yeah. a sec. Okay. But with the possibility of impending Watson news coming this week, as soon as that decision from the NFL is announced, G. Bush, Adam the Bull, myself, and yes. some rotating cast members are going to hop on restream, which will be streamed through our YouTube account and our Twitter, so you can watch it live. The same way they watch the show, exact right? Exact same okay, way you good. watch the show or through Twitter. So if you follow us on Twitter or YouTube, anywhere, we will be live with immediate reaction to right. the news. So doesn't matter ready. if it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It doesn't, no, nope. this will Whenever be at happens, any point of the day when yes. it happens. G. Bush, Adam the Bull, myself, and hopefully as many of the other people on the show as we can get on yeah. will come on, and we will break down with some immediate right. reaction. Unless, we have unless some I'm at a Little League game, I guess. So. Yeah. Well, we hope. I get it on. I get on my phone. Your literally games enough. But. I think you could do both at the same time. I want to see you in the third base coach's yeah, box, right. arguing the strut balls. And no, I'm only like I'm not in the coach's box. You never oh. coach bases. I don't. I let my. He will on Thursday when we go out there with the camera. I got to stop. Yeah. Man, oh man. <laughs> well, I coached the league. It was me and another kid. I got four dad, assistants, and and we each took a bag. No. You know, and then halfway through the season, we let. 
a rotation of players. Yeah, no, I like to be in the dugout. I like to coach. You like to get the back row view. Yeah, I just I sit on a bucket right on the corner of the dugout. Yeah, that's a good spot to sit on. Yeah, and future content alert. We are actually going out to Bowles final regular season game on Thursday to mic him up. Wow. And we are going to turn a live seeing red segment of Adam the Bowl. However, he coaches his little league. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't yell at the kids. But well, sometimes. Yeah. No, yeah. I if don't they're really picking, yell If them. they're picking daisies, don't be, you make don't, them don't be playing in the dirt. Yeah, don't play don't. in the dirt. So, if you're going to come out to one of my games, let me pick the game because I want it to be a game where I'm starting against a team that's under 500. Right. <laughs> okay. Because I started Saturday against a team that was uh, one spot below. They're in second place. Oh. And, and, and they were hitters. This they guy. were all hitters top to bottom. So, I, I had to struggle. This I mean, is we did crazy. Get the, the fact that you be still playing like regular baseball Slide games. Slide first. Just, I do it all, man. Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I got a shirt. I, I bought this at a tournament in Florida last year. You don't quit playing baseball because you're old. You're old because you quit playing mm. baseball. Ooh. Uh, Deep. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I've, the guys that I played with my whole life, different stages, 20s, 30s, 40s, even now in my 50s, they've all told me the same thing. They wish they hadn't quit. Yeah, once you stop, because it's done. once you stop, it's done. the body slams on the brakes, it's and done. I'm not going to let that happen. It's done. I'm Man, not I, can, I can attest to that. It's yeah. done. Now my arm once is you, throbbing once until stop, Wednesday done. every week, but I'm not stopping. Yeah. So, um, what's your record right now? Because we kind of lost track of that. We are one, three, or f- mm, we're four and ten. Okay. With two games to go. Does anybody race. get into play? Everyone gets. Everybody in gets in. We our first playoff game is Tuesday. Is we're locked into the four so seed. You'll play a tough, oh, so it is. Seed. We're locked into the four seed. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, it's one through four in each division. Right. And so we are the four seed. We don't know who the one seed's going to be yet. It's still up in the air. Right. Uh, but we, you beat a team that was like in first place, didn't you? We did. So we hey, did. And then we lost baseball. another game by one run to a team in first place. If you run so the table, that would be crazy. Tuesday, July 5th at 5 30 is our playoff game. Right. No matter what well, we do. You guys last win the championship. We're going to bring your whole team in here. Absolutely. I want to bring the boys in here. They'd like to come well, in. They can come in and watch a show. Yeah, whenever right? they want. They can come in. Can they? I thought we couldn't have visitors I, I right now. I think we're past that. Okay. Now. I think. We'll double right. check. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. a friend coming in this weekend who may stop by Friday. So we'll um, final takes? Yes. Yeah, final takes. We got seven minutes. Fire them off. All right. Who, who has one that wants, that wants I, to I start? do. Go ahead. So. I'm obviously the angry guy on the set. I let a lot of little things bother me. Uh, last week, uh, after Friday's show, I got a text from Jay, and he, you know, I'm not going to give all the details, but Jay mentioned, you know, you seemed like you you were a little upset, and I didn't get into the details. Last week was a tough week for me, uh, some of it involving what's going on in our country and a couple other things, but I, I did have a tough day Friday. I appreciate that Jay noticed that, and uh, I got to say, though, you know, even when I get angry and get fired up on the air, and I, I was bu- bumming a little bit last week, but there are still good things out there, and I, I had a great weekend. Uh, that really boosted my spirits and reminded me that there's a lot of good people still out there and a lot of positive things in life. Amongst the things I did this weekend, we recorded an episode of G. Bush's The Barbershop. And I had such a fun time doing that Saturday night. We did it at the place that I actually get my haircut. Uh, Shout out to Jen Reeves and Annabelle is her partner, who I don't know as well, but they were great. Mm-hmm. And G did a great job of running this, and it was so much fun. I loved meeting your parents. I met your wife, obviously. Uh, and it was, it was really fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I felt very good about that. That, yeah. that really cheered me up. I also went to see uh, the new Top Gun movie. I mentioned it briefly. <laughs> to be honest, my, my wife and my son had friends over. Like, my son had his buddy, and my, and my wife is friends with his mom. And I was like, I'm getting the hell out of the house. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, what should I do? I was like, eh, I'm in the mood for some movie theater popcorn, to be honest. So I went to the theater, and I was like, I'll go see Top Gun. It's the best option. It was great. I enjoyed that. I, I went out for breakfast and had a nice breakfast with my family. My, my wife and son and I were playing this, like, inappropriate, like, funny game yesterday. where Because, like, my son's starting this camp this week, and in it, like, today was Crazy Sock Day. And I was like, those are boring. And I went through all the list of fu- actual funny camp things that are inappropriate like for for kids but like i think it would be a good saturday live bit like it's smoke crack day it's uh it's get drunk day and my son was laughing at all this stuff which is patently absurd and i feel like i'm forgetting something else that happened over the weekend but i we oh, went to a comedy show bowl we, oh yeah, yeah we went to don jameson's totally comedy forgetting me sorry mike mike and, and my buddy hans <laughs> we went to the comedy show with don jameson although there was three idiots sitting behind us who were loud and obnoxious 
Uh, but we, besides that, we had a really good time. We had so much fun. I, start, uh, I started my podcast, which the first episode, I think, is out. We're working on the timing <laughs> of it. Daily, right? Yeah. It's going to be a daily podcast. Eventually, it'll be available in the mornings. We're still working some... T- I'm learning some of the technical stuff, and I-, I felt good about doing that. I said it. My wife helped me put together my background at my podcast studio, and I don't know. I just... A lot of good, fun things happened to me over the weekend, and even when things are dark and feel hopeless at times... You got to get up, get moving, and keep doing what you can personally to make yourself feel better, to make your family feel better, and to make the people around you feel better. Don't just whine and complain about it on Twitter. Do something, get out there, have some fun, and be with people you love, and, and, and it was a great weekend. Here, here. Great you know, great message. I feel like I, I got to tell you, now, now it's the thing, right? I, I, you, so I got this thing, right? It's called the Barbershop Tour. We go around, and I'm excited about it. Because not only is it about the people that's in the community, it's about business owners, it's about talking about different things. Yesterday, we had a... Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday yeah. we had a women's, <coughs> women's uh, 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 I think, summit. So yeah. we had, uh, you know, Cleveland Kate was on there. Uh, Mary Kay came on. Um, we had a lot of different people that come on. And, and so far, we've had such, such great support. Big Nuggets has been there. Uh, what, uh, Anthony came. Anthony in. was there. DJ yeah. Hazmat. Yeah, uh, he wasn't there. He, we had Hazmat the yeah. first time. My man um, Brad came through. Oh, by the way, we will be calling y'all too. So, so you keep your phones yeah, on. Yeah. You got, <laughs> uh, <laughs> during the week. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah so, see, like, like, Earl the Pearl. Yeah, Earl the Pearl. But anyway, and but, the Emerald Room is the name of the place. Yes, I didn't mention room. it before. But here's the reality. Yeah. It, it's a good opportunity. Um, the, the show is just showing um, that there's some civility in the world, right? Um, just because you're different, just because you got a different, uh, you know, perspective on things. It's all about coming together, having those conversations, um, and, and just celebrating the best out of humanity. So that's what, what the barbershop tour is. And um, I want to thank everybody for supporting it. And, and definitely Adam Wool showing love. And it was a great time on Saturday. It was really awesome. Was. All right. Awesome. And for me, let's just talk about the last 50 years of Title IX, right? So I think that is a very important. Uh, monumental time frame. I, I want to shout out to all the women that really have stood behind pushing Title IX uh, to, to to be in a place where women's sports and equality in this world can be pushed forward. And you, you just look at the gains that women have made, right? And they, they, it wasn't given to them. You had to, sometimes you have to force your way into to showing the world that there's a better way. And I think that over the course of the last 50 years, uh, Women have shown that they deserve a seat at the table. They are there. They have done some things. I was just, one of the initial women that was behind the Title IX push at Yale is now a, a co-owner of the Seattle Storm in the WNBA, and I think that's a phenomenal journey and a phenomenal t- uh, tale to be told because look how it has empowered women along mm-hmm. the way. We have forced the rest of the world to come along, right? Mm-hmm. Major college sports was not inclusive really mm-hmm. in the beginning. It was just something that you kind of threw in, and now they're on par with uh, what the men have to be in and sometimes even though you get dragged along it's the right way to go and so I want to I just left DC this weekend visiting my daughter nice and they were doing the uh, obviously the, uh, the rallies for the uh, pro-life and pro-choice right in DC and so real change comes when young people get involved in this country mm-hmm. and so I it just did my heart well to see that we're still active right we're not sitting it out and so uh, kudos to the folks that and the women that have played a major role in Title IX. Keep it thriving, too. Keep it thriving. Um, tomorrow, Brian Hartline, I talked to him yesterday. He's Great. excited about coming on. He's, he, I told him he's going to have a blast, so let's make it fun. Uh, he's going to talk about a lot of things, his future and how he's landing all these big recruits. Also, Josina Anderson says she's going to come on tomorrow. Perfect. But, but there's still some we'll flexibility, so I want to throw that out there. The hope is she is here, um, but we're not completely Nine. booked yet. We are out of time. We got six seconds. We got to go. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.